0: Hey guys, I'm JC
1: and I'm seven
0: and you're listening to
1: the CGC, CGC podcast, podcast where we cover our favorite comics games and cinema.
0: So strap in and get your nerd on.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the CGC podcast. My name's JC and I'm joined today by my co-host seven. Uh, we are talking about Batman, the animated series, uh, season three episode 24 mad love
1: i think i watched the wrong episode (laughs) did you really no no we're good
0: (laughs) come on man so this is uh this is pretty near and dear to my heart it's the very last episode that um ever aired back in i think 91 like this is you don't think about it because they still showed reruns of it up until like the early 2000s and probably later on. But, I mean, this was an older show. <laughs> it was the last episode was in '91, which is a full like six years before our, I was even created, much less thought. Yeah, hot. yeah. So, I, mean,
1: I remember watching it on Boomerang. You know that that one Cartoon Network channel that you know just showed oldies all the time. It was on there with like jetsons flint like the Hanna barbara scooby-doo um mm, like mm. johnny quest um it, it was crazy they had some some good stuff but i do remember being very fond of watching batman the animated series
0: yeah we got some we got some different perspectives on boomerang because I, all i remember from boomerang were like uh justice league uh justice league unlimited batman the animated series superman the animated series like all the superhero shows is the ones i got into well
1: you had well, you had to be up super late to catch like uh like space ghost um the wonder twins right, uh right. what else captain planet like you know these these old school cartoons
0: yeah um, this is this is the shit that came on when uh, adults uh, adult swim went to sleep and it was like this is grandpa hours Welcome. It's five AM. You're probably Looney Tunes, awake already. <laughs> Tom and
1: Jerry. Uh Tom and
0: Jerry. Come on, man. They still show that think, in the middle uh, of the
1: day. Let's see, what else? What else? Um Huckleberry Finn. Uh what, what? The, the big purple gorilla, like Gorilla Grape. magilla uh, Gorilla. magilla Gorilla, that's Megilla it. Magilla Gorilla. Um, there's there's more. Um, I'm gonna get off tangent for a while and look okay. up the rest of these boomerang shows. <laughs> um
0: do we need a comprehensive list of every boomerang yes cast? dude
1: uh they yeah, had like courage the cowardly dog
0: that was regular um, cartoon network That wasn't a boomerang no
1: no like this like old school like um like captain <laughs> caveman okay. uh roadrunner yogi bear yeah okay um let's see uh <laughs> top cat oh my god i forgot top cat
0: yeah. Yeah. Um yeah,
1: true. Adam Ant, Richie okay. Rich. Uh-huh. um yeah. the perils of Penelope Pitstop and then Dastardly and Muttley. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, all true. All true. Huckleberry Hound. Huckle-
1: yeah, um, Huckleberry Hound is one. You could go all night. The Smurfs. <laughs> uh what is the the snorkels
0: or whatever? The snor- um, Are you are you talking about the underwater smurfs? The
1: the snorks. Yeah. Yeah, something like that josie and the pussycats yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. josie and the pussycats and now they're space <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: just reading a list scooby gonna... and scrappy oh dude come on man is that was that the show where shaggy was in like the red shirt instead of the green shirt
1: no and that was... was uh that was like a certain hand of like scooby-doo movies um i think yeah. Yeah, yeah that... that's the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, and it was just uh, Shaggy and Scooby.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I remember Scrappy and Scooby didn't have Fred, Velma, or Daphne. It was just Shaggy, um, some chick that Shaggy picked up, like, off the street. Uh, Scrappy and Scoob, and Shaggy Damn, was in a red Shaggy's T-shirt. Pendant. Right, right? <laughs> but, like, I remember those. I remember those being, like, really bad, because it's... <laughs> They had scrappy in them and nobody liked that fucking dog. I didn't mind Scrappy. Oh yeah. Um, you have very scrappy energy. That makes sense. Jabberjaw. Oh my god, Uh, no. (laughs) Still doing this. Static shock. That was all right, that was Cartoon
1: Network. Popeye. We got Quick Draw McGraw. A pup named Scooby Doo. I remember that. Oh yeah, uh, too, um, it was Snorks. Walking. That's what it was. Snorks. snort Speed Buggy. Oh my uh, the, god! The three must. So... Oh my god! Did you ever watch SWAT Cats? <laughs> oh my no, god! That show bro. was amazing.
0: What the hell is SWAT
1: Cats. It's cats dude? in a SWAT team <laughs> fighting oh like god. aliens and shit. <laughs>
0: Um man we had like regular show like adventure time No that's like,
1: that's like new school that's like, like law, law and order Network.
0: svu we got undercover c i s los angeles
1: we got All right all right <laughs> i feel like you might be mocking me at this point cuz <laughs>
0: it's cuz it's you're just naming shows bro Dennis said... the Menace
1: all right <laughs> I'm done.
0: I'm you done. S- you said "Courage the Cowardly Dog," and I vividly remember watching that on like right, regular Cartoon
1: Network. Done. Hop off. Pink Panther. Pink right, <laughs> Panther. No, all all right. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I'm done.
0: Let's get back onto the actual topic. what are and... we talking about?
1: Batman. That's what. Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. All right. So. All right. So. All last right.
0: last episode ever aired. It's called Mad Love. Uh, basically it's like Harley Quinn's recollection of when she met the Joker, like the start of that whole character, which, uh, excuse me, uh, is interesting in and of itself because Harley Quinn was a character they made specifically for the television show. Um, Anybody that knows Batman knows that fact because it's one of the first little fun facts you ever hear about the the character, but um, they made her character for the show and she got so much popularity that she had her own spin-off comic books. Number one, she started appearing in the comic books, which was like outrageous because nobody nobody other than DC ever came up with characters that popular in the DC. Actually
1: universe. had no idea she was made just for the show.
0: Yeah. Huh. Yeah, the the Harley Quinn character was never a part of any comic books, any um television shows, any movies, nothing before um batman the animated series they made her yeah.
1: yeah her first her first appearance was in the show and then a year later um she had her first comic appearance
0: oh my god she she had such an occult following just like spring up overnight but um be, i mean obviously because she's a really interesting character but also like a big like figure for domestic abuse honestly um she she kind of you know brought that side of life to life um you know the things that people don't really want to talk about don't really want to acknowledge she was the character on like children's tv shows back in the old days that would make you like see it and know that it existed um so like she side
1: sidebar real quick did i mention hong kong fooey? oh my god earlier bro great show all right continue sorry
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> anyway, um, so she, she became a super popular character, but this is the her, her origin story. This is how she started up and how her character was made, essentially. So well kind of do you,
1: you uh, want to go into her like straight into her origin, or do you just want to go like through the episode start to finish?
0: So I mean this this episode is her origin. It it talks about like what she was before she was the the Harley Quinn. Um, how she met joker how she fell in with joker how she like you know got kind of trapped in this lifestyle it it, this is the show that talks about her origin so we we can just talk about the show and we'll through the process of talking about the show talk about her origin um so we'll just kind of go ahead and get started with the synopsis of the episode so uh act one opens up it's uh commissioner gordon is going in for his uh dental appointment only to find that the joker has taken over the position of his dentist with harley quinn being the nurse um harley quinn ties him to the chair and uh just as the uh joker is taking a drill uh, i kind of have a note here i thought it was kind of funny the the let's see joker yeah joker drills gordon says uh what could be more beautiful than a big smile? Thought that was pretty on brand. Um so he takes the drill and just he's about as a, he's about to kill the commissioner, Batman of course, crashes in through the window um and immediately starts taunting the Joker. Um yeah, this is sloppy, you know, your clues were sloppy. This is poorly done, da da da, da. Um, he tosses the like pair of chattering teeth that was the clue that the joker had left behind to the floor um then harley interrupts batman um to basically just be like hey that was that was actually my idea so uh you know check yourself um well then
1: there was this whole theme throughout the episode um and i don't know if i'm cutting ahead but like uh, maybe and because I, I remember this series vaguely, like, you know, so it, it seemed like throughout this episode, Joker can't get anything done without Harley's assistance. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, you know, it, it proves later on. Um, but it, it was just a little little thought I had. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I mean, you're. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Um, it's pretty much proven throughout the entire show that the reason that the Joker gets anything done is because Harley does all the grunt work to begin with. Right. Um, there's actually an there is an episode where Harley gets sick of taking the slaps and the abuse and the beatings, and she leaves for a while and goes and lives with um, Ivy for, uh, I don't know, a few weeks, and she and Ivy go on this just massive uh, like theft spree, and they are killing it they're doing really well as criminals and they're stealing a lot of shit and they're making a lot of money and you cut back to joker and he's in his boxers in his like abandoned warehouse starving hyenas like nipping at his heels because he doesn't have the money to feed them yeah and he's like where the hell is harley and they were like it hurt his minions um moe and curly i think their names because they're based on the three stooges Hmm. um Are like, you kicked her out a week ago, boss. And he was like, yeah, but she always comes back. Like, Mm. she always comes back. Didn't come back this time.
1: And that happens, you know, later in this Mad Love episode, also, which is tragic.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, nothing gets done without Harley. But, um, okay. So, anyway, uh, let's see. Kind of lost my place. Uh, Yeah. So, Harley interrupts Batman, says, hey, that was actually my idea then stuns batman with a spray of gas um uh then she tosses out a pun about oh, you know what a gas or you know whatever um the joker is not cool with that uh he's like only i make the jokes around here because you know that classic narcissistic personality he knows that it was kind of funny and he just doesn't like the idea of the spotlight being on anybody else um so as they make their escape the joker tosses a grenade into gordon's lap uh, but Batman hurls it out the window in the nick of time. Uh, Gordon have Gordon having already hated going to the dentist, regardless uh, of whether it was mandatory for the, uh, like the medical plan for the police department reaffirms his displeasure. Uh, and you know, just throws out the one liner of, yeah, I, I hate the dentist or I, I hate these stupid checkups, you know, the classics. Um, kind of cut away um, to the funny bones warehouse where Joker is pouring over various plans to kill Batman uh, in an appropriately humiliating uh, yet comedic manner. Uh, he is so obsessive that he fails to notice Harley prancing around behind him in an alluring uh, uh, lingerie. That's what the uh, IMDB synopsis says alluring lingerie. So, uh, keep in mind, this is a kid's show. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it you know, because I mean, I watched the episode. It was literally a, like, it was just a nightgown with her and her, uh, like, I guess, Harlequin mask and hat on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but oh, always,
0: always full makeup. Come on.
1: Yeah. But yeah. after that, it kind of just uh, jumped straight into her backstory, doesn't it?
0: uh pretty much um more Cause or if less.
1: because i mean if you're just gonna read the synopsis i can throw these notes away
0: <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. i mean i i have notes here of like little things that happen maybe
1: that, maybe we should tell it you know uh, and then throw in like some perspective stuff
0: well i hate to miss any like major details i can't write everything down i did take four pages worth of notes on this but but you know I'm uh, well, I
1: mean, you did. You, you did. Uh, I don't know if you missed it or hadn't hit it yet, but I mean, there's there's a time where like the whole reason he's pissed off at uh, Hartley was because Batman's death, you know, in his words, it must be a masterpiece. Like, of course, you know, Joker would rather let him live than kill him in a boring old way because Harley Quinn, you know, was like, well, why don't you just shoot him? Yeah, and he was like, he was like, are you crazy? Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, he, like, tosses her off of a table. I, let's see. Um, I, I wrote down every single act of domestic abuse that, that the Joker inflicts on Harley throughout the episode. Um, the first one is in the dentist office where he, like, snatches her up by her little, like, mask ear things and yeah. is basically like, I tell the jokes around here, and if you don't like that, I'll fucking throw you out a window or whatever. Um, and she's like, yes, sir. Like, very timid. Um, so, like, there's there's your first one. The second one is when she's bugging the piss out of him. By the way, she uses she uses the one liner where uh, when Joker is like, "Not now." She's like, "Come on, Mister J, don't you want to rev up your Harley?" Yeah, rev up this, your Harley. This is a children's show from 1991.
1: She, 19- she then reaches out to imaginary handlebars and yells vroom. vroom. <laughs> so.
0: It's. Uh, it's so good, because, like as a kid it never crossed my mind that she would be like uh proposing sex. But that's I mean, that's exactly what she's doing. Is, oh, I know.
1: mean, well there's you know, that's that's any show you go back and watch as an adult. Like right. it's like holy shit, I missed a lot of this. Yeah. You know, like a lot of these jokes just flew over my head.
0: Yeah. You can't watch early SpongeBob without seeing some shit you did yeah. not see when you were when you were a kid. Um but yeah, so she like, I, I have a note that says, "It says uh, cut to abandoned warehouse. Joker working on new plan. Harley comes in in lingerie. What <laughs> tries,
1: <laughs>
0: tries to get Joker's attention. Joker tosses her off table. Second form or second, uh, uh, you know, example of domestic abuse, and then she's uh, she's um, still." T- talking about wanting to have sex and she's like i've got the whoopee cushion and i just i write whoopee cushion <laughs> question mark hey don't
1: don't kink shape the man
0: <laughs> well i'm mean, kink there's a very obvious clown fetish on harley's part just because like she fell yeah. for the, the, the crazy clown guy so i guess
1: well it, i mean so let's just let's just go ahead and jump into like the i guess how that all came to be so, I mean, everybody knows that Harleen Quinzel was like a, what, a psychiatrist? Yes, uh,
0: she was yeah. a psychiatrist that was working in Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I can't remember if she had gotten an internship at Arkham or if she just transferred to Arkham. Either way, the other staff were very surprised that she was there because nobody fucking wants to work well, at Arkham. She,
1: she wanted to, I guess, kind of gain publicity from all the, like high value uh targets, she wanted to write I a guess. book yeah she wanted to write a book on uh i guess you know all these like super like uh deranged uh what's well, like psychopaths and killers criminals and
0: right of course um, and yeah. she she even says you have to admit these guys have a certain glamour to them you know yeah, and that's, yeah. That's even apparent today. Like people still watch Netflix series and stuff about like Ted Bundy and yeah. John Wayne Gacy and all the like big name serial killers uh, like you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, whatever. You, you, you throw out a serial killer and people have interest, right? So yeah. she's there to and, write a book. She, yeah. she wants to use the extreme personalities in the asylum to write a tell-all book and get famous and make a ton of money. Naturally, as any psychiatrist is wanting to do, but unbeknownst to her, she is walking by the Joker's cell. She is. She looks in. Joker notices her. He notices, or she notices him, and he winks at her, and that kind of set her off a little bit. Not in a not like a bad way, but in like a oh, okay. She's intrigued. Yeah. She's intrigued. Um, and. I, I have a note that just says the Joker is a genius. He can tell a sucker from a mile away. Yeah, it just he he pegged her from the second he laid eyes on her. That this is my next ticket out of Arkham. This is yeah. Gonna I made be so a, easy.
1: yeah. Later on, you know, Batman confronts her and uh, he was like, you know, he saw you as hire the help from a mile away, you know. Because you know Joe, you know it's it's no guessing that Joker is like this super psychotic, manipulative guy. and it's like he was preying on her because she wants to be successful in that field. Mm-hmm. Um so you know she starts interviewing him, and he just starts fabricating this entire past. you know, and you know she she doesn't know who he is. So she's taking it at face value yeah um talking about like how his dad wants to go to um like or how the only time he laughed or he smiled um was whenever his dad took him to the circus
0: his dad whenever so the only time he ever saw his dad truly happy was when he took him to the circus when when the joker was seven years old is what he said um now he also so like Before this, Harley leads up to this saying, like, um, you know, I spent months preparing... Well, before even that, the Joker leaves a flower in her office to really, like, drive that nail into the coffin of, you know, you're interested. Right? And uh, that leads her into setting up a private session with the Joker, normally unheard of, but she spends months setting up the private session, and then she spends even more time um, getting a read of his psychological profile, looking into his files, so on and so forth. And she is confident by the time that the session comes up that there's no way he's going to get the wool over her eyes, that there's yeah. like, she knows him backwards forwards and there's no way that she he could ever like, like really fool her. And then the first thing out of his mouth was, you know, my dad used to beat me pretty bad. And she's like, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> like... She was not at all prepared. She was prepared for like very obvious psychological manipulation. She was prepared for like you know him to be super um, narcissistic and only talk about himself and his crimes and so forth. Um, but he the first thing out of his mouth is, "You know, my dad used to beat me pretty bad." and she's like, "Oh shit."
1: Yeah." well, I mean now, further on, you know, he Joker actually, he relates his dad to the Batman yeah um and he that, says
0: he yeah. says specifically um that's the thing about comedy. uh, you're always taking shots from people who just don't get the joke, yeah um he says that because um he he mentions that he pulled a prank on his dad after he saw him happy at the circus, where the clowns um like dropped their pants and you know had a big laugh and whatever, so what he did was um he put his dad's best pair of Sunday pants on he comes running out the door and he yells hey dad look at me and drops his pants then he trips and falls over and tears the crotch clean out of the pants um Harley and Joker have a big laugh about it because it's I mean pretty funny and then he says and then he broke my nose and she stops dead in her tracks and he's like that's the Biggest thing about comedy is that you're always taking shots from people who just don't get the joke. Um, Harley, of course, falls in love with him. Um, the, like the, she, I mean, the, at this point, the Joker has his, his hooks in her. She's completely invested. Um, yeah. And she starts developing a very unprofessional love for her patient. Um, so much. So there was a funny scene where Harley is talking to somebody and she's in the chair and, Um, the Joker in a very calm and kind of like melatonin voice. Yeah, uh,
1: he's acting like her therapist.
0: Right. He's like, well, as a career-oriented woman, um, it's only natural that you would fall for a guy that could make you laugh again. And she's like, I knew you'd understand. He's like, anytime. So (laughs) so, kind of fun little reversal of roles there.
1: Um, And I think in what the next scene, Joker escapes. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Harleen's, like, super anxious and worried about, you know, his safety out in the streets of Gotham. Um, And then he's eventually captured, taken back to Arkham by, you know, none other than the Batman.
0: Um, And you can see... She literally has a newspaper where it says, Joker still on the loose, uh, body count rising. And she's concerned about this guy. And that just, I mean, that just goes to show you How deep he's got his hooks in her that she completely ignores the headline and only sees Joker still at large um, on his like week long tirade.
1: Yeah. And after, you know, reading, well, I mean, I don't even know if she read the body count thing, but, you know, Batman brings her in or brings Joker in, you know, beaten and bloodied. And she, you know, she just drops to her knees and starts crying. And like the, you know, the security guards and the other doctors have to, you know, rip Joker and rip her, you know, from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's whenever she's like, okay, um, you know, I'm switching up oh, and yeah. she like goes and robs this clown shop, prank store, yeah. whatever, no one in there, no one ever has just sold these select few items that she needed.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, a, a big comic gun that can shoot like tear gas canisters. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, it, it had like a, one of those cork, it was like a cork gun. That I guess she modified to be able to shoot like canisters and stuff. Yeah. And I was, was like, like, I guess get you're, you're a psychiatrist, you're a doctor, but you're not an engineer. Like, I don't know how you've done that, but I mean, good job, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, she flips her switch and just goes nuts. Yeah. And you can. She,
1: she like, you know, breaks him out. She puts like C4 on the glass and just breaks the entire cell that he's in. And then mm. she walks in and her, you know, Classic red, black, white outfit. And she's like, "You know, this is your new and improved harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. and you know it, it's it's done, you know, it's done deal. There's no coming back,
0: yep. And I even wrote down um there's a very, very distinct tonal switch, kind of like how um in the animated series Batman, whenever he's Bruce Wayne, he's got the like he literally pitches his voice up and uses lighter and brighter words, yeah. But when he's in his cowl, he pitches his voice down a couple of octaves and he's very like serious and stuff. In her case, it was kind of the opposite. When she yeah. was the psychiatrist, her voice was lowered and she was very calm and melancholy and just very serious. But as soon as she breaks that glass open, her voice pitches up. She's using funny words and like slurs and stuff, you know. Welcome. This is your new and improved Harley Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's it's a it's a flip of a switch, and she's a totally different person.
1: Yeah. And then she, you know, um, you know, I guess she was thinking that better days would come for her and you know her new lover, but you know they only got worse, and she blamed it all on Batman. Mm-hmm. So she decides to try and get rid of him once and for all. Mm-hmm. So she alters, you know, Joker's plan. What was it? The death of a thousand smiles, or death something. Death of a thousand
0: a... smiles. Yeah, and yeah. So the death of a thousand smiles was the idea that we get a bunch of like a big fish tank of piranhas, hit them with the laughing gas or toxin um, to give them big smiles, and then the victim gets lowered into the vat and devoured. Right. Yeah. Um. Joker realizes it's not a good plan because nothing that he does to the piranhas will make them smile. There's nothing. Yeah. They physically do not have the capability to smile. Not even hitting them with the toxin or laughing gas will make the, the piranhas smile. So he scrapped that idea. Now, um, obviously, the whole thing about the asylum and everything was a flashback. Um, we're back into the present where yeah. Harley Quinn sends a video to um, GCPD. Basically, saying, Hey, listen, the Joker's got a new plan. Um, He's going to, he's so angry that he wasn't able to get Gordon that he is going to blow up the entire city. He's going to kill everybody. And she's like, I've seen the plans. I've seen the bombs. He's going to do it. Um, I've realized this isn't funny anymore. Um, I've got all of his blueprints, uh, but I need immunity, right? So. Obviously, Gordon and Batman look at each other like, yeah, okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, Let's at least check this out because if she's telling the truth, like, this is catastrophic, right? So um, she says to meet him or to meet her down at the docks. Um, Batman, of course, obliges. He goes down to the docks, shows up um, where. Harley is actually out of her uniform. I think it's the first and only time we see it throughout the entire series where she's like, when, when she's her psychiatrist herself, she's her hair's done up and yeah. she's normal. Um, I think this is the first time we've ever seen Harley with her hair down and informal setting with no makeup. Yeah. I, I think that's, this is the only time and it's the last episode of the entire series, of course. Um, so she's waiting on Batman. Uh, Batman does his usual Batman shit of just appearing behind her. Uh, like yeah, magic there. Yeah. And he's like, open it. And he, she opens up the briefcase. He takes the blueprints out and starts looking at him. And he's like, Gordon's going to want to see these. Um, we can get you in a safe house, blah, blah, blah. And then you hear across the water. It's trainer. Yeah. And they look out and it's the Joker. Supposedly, um, and he's like, nobody turns stooley on me and just starts shooting, and he's shooting at Harley, and yeah. um, I was literally like, "What is going on right now?" I don't understand why. Like, well, when I first watched this, obviously, after like 15 watches of this, I'm, I know what's going on, but um, it, it, Batman, of course, tackles her to the ground, saves her from the gunshots. Throws the batarang and it decapitates the Joker, and it turns out it's a it's a robot dummy. And yeah. I'm, when I first watched this, I was like, "You are kidding!" She literally set up a dummy to shoot at herself, knowing that Batman would take the dummy out and be distracted long enough that he could, or that Harley could hit him with the syringe with sedative, which yeah. is which is what she does. She knocks him out. knocks him out and I, I wrote um, <coughs> Harley sets up Joker dummy to shoot at her. Batman distracted, saving her gets knocked out. Now, right.
1: well, this it, is when it started to get interesting for me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the reins for a second. For sure. So when Batman recovers, you know, he's chained upside down over this water tank, and it's it's filled with piranhas. She's trying to carry out his plan. Mm -hmm. Um, she's happy to see him recover and she explains how this arranged plan was just to make the Joker happy, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, and, you know, if you're watching this, you can, you know, read the foreshadow that Joker's going to be pissed about this. Um, so she gets ready to, uh, drop him into the tank after she explains that she figured out the joke. She figured out a way to make it work. So he, she hung him upside down. So that way, when she see or whenever Batman sees the piranhas, you know their frown is upside down, and it looks like they're smiling, you know, so she kind of explains the joke, which really bites her in the ass later on mm-hmm. um, so she's ready to drop him into the tank, Batman starts laughing, and that the idea that Joker's gone um you know now that he's kind of exiled that exiled her that you know wait hang on i'm I'm back no i'm i'm messing up sorry but anyway (laughs) she she's doing this so her and joker will be happy together she's thinking that if i can do this for joker he'll love me forever this is why
0: we need the synopsis dude i'm not gonna
1: read i'm not gonna read the entire the entire i mean because i mean that takes that takes away all of my effort i put into these notes (laughs) if you're just gonna read a textbook you know fair enough um but so Batman then explains that, you know, Joker doesn't love anyone or anything but himself. And mm. when Harley tries to argue back that she knows all the details of Joker's life, Batman proves and shows that, you know, everything he's told her was a fabricated lie. Mm. And he says all these things to gain sympathy from them. And then, you know, she's furious. She lashes out, um, and tries to, you know, get the jump on Batman, and drops him. But he makes her realize that once. He's gone. She won't be able to prove that, you know, she actually killed the Joker. There would be maybe a couple of bones. You know, he mentioned his utility belt, but Joker wants to see a body. Mm -hmm. He he wants that satisfaction for himself. Um. So she's anxious. She calls the Joker, um, and tells him everything. He's Mm -hmm. shocked. He's angry. He (laughs) rushes over the Harley, and when he shows (laughs) up, he just
0: you've got who tied up where yeah he wasn't
1: <laughs> happy about that and let me I, I made a note hang on um where is it that yeah he that's when he mentioned that he only sees that the joker only sees her as hired help and then she just goes into complete denial mm-hmm. uh he quotes the joker you know word for word and you know she's she's still in denial um and then
0: are you talking uh, joker, about the um the ice show The only time I ever saw my dad happy was when I was seven. He took me to the ice show. And
1: he's, he's like damn near quoting the Joker verbatim Mm -hmm. on what he said earlier. Um, so he shows up and he's just so angry, you know, unleashes his wrath, however you want to pull it. You know, he's mad because he should be the one to kill Batman. Mm -hmm. Um, he says, uh, he he slaps her after she's like, Well, you know, didn't you know, isn't this what you wanted? And then he says, Only if I do it, idiot. If have you have to note. explain a joke, then there is no joke.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I have a note that says, Caught a Joker backhand, fourth example.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> he's was just bad. so, and she's just so like, I, I, you know, obsessed is the word I would use. Oh, yeah. For this guy. Um, But Joker's still mad because he should be the one to kill Batman. And Mm -hmm. Harley explains that she used one of his old scrapped plans, but changed it enough to make it work. Mm -hmm. Um, However, that's not how Joker operates. And he throws her out a window and she falls to the streets, where I thought, you know, she was killed. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's, she's not. She's like hanging on to dear life. And somehow she still manages to blame herself for everything that's happened for not understanding the Joker. Yep. Um you know, she's she's just I can't remember the exact words she used, but she was like, I didn't get the joke or something like that. Yep. I'm um, sorry. It's, just,
0: it's my fault. I didn't yeah. get the joke. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just it's it's stupid how which I mean I you know, I've had some crazy ex girlfriends, you know, mm-hmm. but and then then there's like Harley Quinn. Like she would kill, die, do whatever for this man who physically, verbally, mentally abuses her, yep. and it's it's crazy. And and here at the CGC podcast, we're a very progressive community. We, um, yeah, I, I, that's all I can elaborate on. I, I don't know where I was going with that. We're, I just wanted the disclaimer. We're very case.
0: progressive. We don't beat women. Um, we do
1: not beat women.
0: We do not beat women. We do not Unless... beat women. Unless no, no. <laughs> you never
1: know. You never know who's listening. We no, do not true. beat women. No. We love and cherish them. That's true. We're gonna <laughs> we're
0: gonna cut all this out because we don't need any part of the podcast. No, I'm gonna keep it episode. in. But
1: what, what he be, been we <laughs> said we
0: don't beat women. We don't beat women. Said every person who's ever beat a woman. Um. So, yeah. So the Joker but tosses her.
1: But yeah, we don't we, beat women
0: no we don't be women but the joker tosses her out of <laughs> out of a third story window um and this is this marks the fifth example of physical violence against her <laughs> um in one episode so like yeah man it, i don't anyone who ever has ever said that um Domestically abused women don't have any representation. You do. Like we, we we've seen it.
1: I do not think this is the best time to represent a, a
0: no, domestically
1: it's not. abused women. I wouldn't use that analogy.
0: <laughs> that's okay, that's probably fair. But Well,
1: I mean the thing is is that you know she uh, I don't know if enjoys it is the term I would use, but she accepts no. it. That's her lifestyle.
0: No, it's it's an obsessive love. It's it's an obsession. Um, and, and the sad thing is, is that in a lot of actual real world domestic abuse cases, this is the kind of shit that actually happens. Not, I mean, not thrown out of a third story window, not in the normal cases, but, you know, you know, wife shows up with a black guy. Oh, I just fell. I just ran into the door. Yeah. Oh, it's not his fault. I just, I, I didn't make the food quite right. You know, the chicken was a little too dry. That's my fault. You know, I, I take responsibility for that. And it's like... The shit that's very obviously not your fault and just the symptoms of being in a, in a poor relationship. But, um, I mean, this is, this is just a prime, prime examples. This is the shit that actually happens. And that's kind of what the show is bringing to light a little bit more is, you know, the sad truth behind domestic violence, um, is that nine times out of 10, the the woman doesn't report anything cause she loves her husband. Yeah. Um, yeah but it's it's not a healthy relationship.
1: Yeah, just a, just a sidetrack there. I feel like this needs to be said, um, and this isn't on any joke shit, funny shit. This is where we're getting serious for a second. To anybody listening, if you or a loved one has been domestically abused or if there's any certain violence in the home, please call the uh, National Domestic Violence Hotline. That's 1-800-799-SAFE, 1-800-799-7233.
0: Yeah, I'm and I'm really glad you you incorporated that cuz anybody out there that is you know facing anything like that, please please reach out for help. Well nobody should have to suffer like that by themselves. Um but anyway, back to the show. Uh it feels really weird to try and get I know get back dude, that was that episode. yeah. Cuz that, that got heavy. God, yeah. that got heavy. Anyway. Um so Batman obviously is still tied up joker releases him and is like hey let's just chalk this up to uh, a bad night i'll catch you on the flip I, you know see you la- see you around and like starts to leave and then he's like well then again i could shoot you yeah. so he goes back obviously and is like hey um t- turns out you get to go out on a laugh anyway and then obviously batman like escapes doing batman shit knocks batman the gun um smacks him in the head, you know whatever, picks the lock on his chains, you know Batman stuff, and then it turns into a chase. uh Batman chases him up another floor, um where the joker jumps from the window onto a train moving uh, train a moving train, uh which by the way, yeah, right, um, but also <laughs> he of course does it with a joke um where he screams out like he's fallen to his death. And then Batman looks out and he's on the Joker's on the train. He's like, made you look. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps going. And uh, he's like, you know, blowing raspberries at the window and na 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 you know that kind yeah. of shit. Um and Batman does Batman shit where he magically appears out of thin air behind Somewhere him.
1: Somewhere on the train, yeah. Literally
0: have no idea how he did that. But then he has to gloat. Batman's just like, hey, idiot. Um, I the only way that I made it out of that situation alive is because I convinced her to call you. Um, yeah. She is the closest that um, you guys have ever gotten to killing me. She could have done it. I could be dead. But your ego prevented that. And that's that's on you. And, of course, the Joker gets angry. Uh, he also calls him Puddin', which apparently yeah. he doesn't like when Batman well, says it. Yeah. I mean, that uh, that
1: circles back to what I mentioned earlier about how, you know joker's plans are foiled without harley Mm -hmm. you know because i mean he was absolutely right like harley could have you know axed him like right there yeah you know you know if if it wasn't for joker's ego and her constant obsession to please joker then you know batman could have died right then Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and he's um i mean if it wasn't for the fact that he's literally rubbing it in the Joker's face, he would never have admitted that Harley came that close to killing him, but he knew that it would hurt the Joker a lot more to be like, yeah, the only reason I'm not dead is because you decided to show up and abuse your, your girlfriend. That's, that's literally it. Otherwise I'd, I'd be, you know, scraps at the bottom of that fish tank. Um, so Joker gets mad about that punches Batman in the face uh, gets in a couple of good hits, almost gets the switchblade out um, before Batman gives him the hell of a haymaker straight up and off of the train. And, yeah, into like
1: cuts and he falls into like this big industrial chimney.
0: Yeah. Where he screams out. But uh, funny enough, in this show, every single, ep- oh, oh, I, I can't say every single episode, most episodes that the joker shows up in he dies at the end of the episode but then somehow magically comes back later we don't that's never explained the joker is a man of mystery um so it's assumed he's assumed dead um and then you cut forward to harley is just okay um i was gonna i was gonna say just fine but she's not fine she's only okay because she got the Breaks beat off of her ass. Yeah, she's um, like in
1: bandages and the cast and the sling. Like, she's she's down bad.
0: I mean, she almost died. Like, she yeah. fell from a third-story window. I Three assume stories, she had, yeah. She had some internal bleeding, uh, definitely broke that arm for sure. Head yeah. wound, head trauma. She was bleeding from the mouth in that scene that she was laying in the garbage that she landed yeah. in. She was bleeding from the mouth, so definitely internal bleeding. Um, she's She was not okay. But they got her to a hospital, saved her, took her to Arkham, where she's having uh, this kind of internal monologue. Um, Excuse me. She's
1: like swearing Joker off. She she never describes him as, yeah, she's like, uh, he's like a a murdering, manipulative, irredeemable. And then she like stops, looks over and sees another flower with a note, like Mm -hmm. sitting on her bedside. And then she just switches and she's like, angel.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And there was the switch again. When she was talking in her head, she was using her Dr. Harleen voice, the low serious tone. He's a lying, manipulative, sociopathic, narcissistic. And then she sees the flower and goes, angel. Yeah. Tone goes up,
1: falls right back in the trap,
0: right back into the, the rut that she just climbed her, Yes, yeah. out of and she's i mean she's it's the sad truth about domestic abuse you can fall right back into that trap just as yeah. easily um, um
1: and then that's where the episode ends yeah and that's the last thing we see from this show
0: yeah ever unfortunately
1: yeah. well they made another spin-off like the new new adventures or
0: so the it goes batman the animated series and then Uh, they did two seasons of that, two long seasons. And then they made a third season where it was called the new Batman adventures or new Batman something. um, And it had like
1: Robin, Nightwing and Batgirl.
0: Mm -hmm. And that was technically the third season. It's actually on HBO max as the third season. Um, Even though it's technically got a different title, it's still considered under the same like umbrella as Batman, the animated series. Um, after that, they made um, Superman, the animated series where he showed up briefly, but uh, um, Batman did a cameo with the Joker, but there was no Harley, I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. It was Joker and Luther kind of teaming up. Um, after that, they made the Justice League where Batman and Superman were already acquainted because they had met each other in uh, their previous uh, incarnations. Um, once again, the Joker reappears in the animated – or er, er, in uh Justice League but there is no Harley Quinn once again. Um, This is the last time we see Harley Quinn in the old style animated series. We wouldn't see her again until um, the Batman, um, which is a total. Yeah.
1: I was just saying, maybe she did get out of there.
0: Maybe. Um, I mean, the funny thing about comic books is that um, as soon as one, like you, universe ends you can say whatever you want about it because they're not making any new content
1: um well it's like and no one's ever truly dead in comic
0: books either no no they're not um right now in the comic books harley has gotten away from that relationship thank god she's um actually uh in a uh, same-sex relationship with poison ivy in the comics Hmm. so good for her i knew that i think i knew that yeah, they're they're from what I understand they're fairly happy. Um they they've kind of taken on more of like anti-hero roles. Yeah. From what I understand Harley at least has more anti-hero um we're just not going to talk about the new 52 because that was a whole shit show um where it was, you know, yeah whatever. Um more recently I saw the relationship in um deceased. Which is uh, an event that they had going on recently. Uh, it's yeah. basically DC's answer to Marvel Zombies, and um, at that time they were in a relationship and looked pretty happy. So good for her. Um, um, good small, for this fictional okay. character.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did. I did catch an Easter egg in um, in this episode. So I mean, this is Mark Hamill. Um, is just an amazing Joker. You know yeah. I, I love his voice, I love his laugh. I don't mm-hmm. know if you caught it, but when he's exiting the dentist office, he actually drops the line, "May the floss be with you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um I thought that was pretty cool, you know, giving homage to the, you know, whole Star Wars. Yeah. Cuz you know, I, my boy Mark is diverse.
0: Mhm. I laughed really hard at that. Um because I mean, Mark Hamill, for anybody that doesn't know, was Luke Skywalker in the original trilogy. Um, yeah, if you
1: don't know that, crawl out crawl out from under that rock and just go watch anything.
0: Yeah, so um, Mark Hamill was Luke Skywalker in the original trilogy. He also voices the Joker for, I mean, years. Batman the Animated Series, um, pretty much most any animated movie where it was... Um, kevin conroy and mark hamill anytime kevin conroy's batman you can guarantee mark hamill's the joker
1: yeah they um, love working together
0: yeah and they're i mean if i i've been asked a couple of times if i could have dinner with two like three people who would it be and i always say kevin conroy mark hamill uh bruce tim because bruce tim was the or yeah i think bruce tim or tim i can't remember the name now he was the guy who made it
1: made batman.
0: No, the guy that made Batman the Animated Series. Um, the guy who made Batman was Bob Kane, but that's recently that's right. up for debate because they've kind of been saying that Bob Kane didn't really make Batman. It was his assistant, but he just kind of took credit for it. Whatever. Um, I, if I could remember who the director, like the it writer. It was
1: uh, Eric uh, Radomski and Bruce Tim.
0: Bruce um, Tim. Yeah. I've always said I would have dinner with Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy, and Bruce Tim and um, I would have such a great time because Kevin Conroy is my favorite Batman. Um, Mark Hamill is my favorite Joker, and Bruce Tim was the brilliant mind that decided to bring all these people together. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, so I, I laughed really hard at May the Floss Be With You because if you didn't know the context, you would just be like, huh, really weird, out of place, Star Wars joke, I guess. <laughs> um, but then when you remember that the guy who's saying that line was Luke Skywalker, then it gets a little bit funnier. Yeah. Um, But he, not only did he voice the Joker, he also voiced um, the comedian, or not, no, not the comedian. What was his name? Um, The trickster in the Uh, Flash universe.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: He voices a lot of like the pun characters that uh, DC made animated versions of. Um, I remember in, justice league or maybe it was no it was justice league unlimited because orion was there um where they were talking about the opening of the flash museum and like captain boomerang captain cold and the trickster and uh Mirror that,
1: it's the rogues isn't it
0: yeah the Flash's rogues they got together and were like oh let's ruin this day and the trickster's like okay i'm gonna need like five tons of dynamite uh some grease uh at least six dolphins and a ray gun and everyone just kind of blew him off. Um, but um, he's just chilling in the bar and they come in and Batman takes this really rough approach or no, Orion takes a rough approach and then flash comes in and is like, Whoa, 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 Be calm. Be calm. calm. Go over there and sit with Batman. And then he's like, now Mark, you're wearing the costume again. And he was like, I'll be like, he's, he's, <laughs> he's just a schizophrenic. Like He's just a man with a mental deficiency and um the flash you know gets the information and he starts to leave and orion's like what about your enemy and he was like oh yeah you're right hey man as soon as you finish your drink go turn yourself in and trickster goes got me again flash <laughs> And it was <laughs> i mean it's mark hamill uh, yeah but well, that's probably one of my favorite scenes from uh the justice league unlimited because it's just a wildly different approach to a villain than batman but it's also it's kind of like the same villain as the joker just yeah. it's the same voice same bag of tricks but just slightly different interpretations i guess but um yeah really um, good episode yeah um, check
1: it out um it's on hbo max at the at the very end
0: yeah at the um, very end of batman the animated series because do it was you do you have any closing remarks? Uh, ten out of ten. Uh, favorite show, favorite episode. Ace is
1: going nuts back there.
0: Yeah, my boy is. He's upset, but I'm sure. I know oh, Savannah's taking care of him, so we're good. That's my fiance for anybody. It's curious. Um. But yeah, no, ten out of ten. Um, but I'm incredibly biased, so yeah. don't take note for it. Uh.
1: uh... Yeah, if you have any interest in Harley Quinn, um, that would be probably the episode to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you know, I, I, I felt like this this first episode went pretty well. Yep. Um, uh,
0: I I think this uh, this podcast is going to be a ton of fun. Um, yeah, for sure. I I know I kind of took the reins on most of it, but it's just because this is my shtick. I'm yeah. sure when we talk about I it got last
1: you. week yeah gonna, uh, yeah i got you next week um <laughs> but so segue uh next week episode will be about the uh three well it, it won three oscars uh written by damien chazelle also written by the man directed and written stars miles teller jk simmons and melissa benoist um who have all been in some point in the marvel universe Uh, Whether we like it or not, or I'm sorry, not Marvel. Um, Melissa was in, I guess, DC DC in one of those crappy CW shows. Yep, she was Supergirl. Yep. Um, So we got uh, Dr. Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie. We don't talk about Melissa Benoist in uh, Supergirl. And Mm -hmm. then the main man, J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons um, as what Fletcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is one of my favorite much. movies of yeah one of my favorite movies of all time. It's about a promising young drummer who enrolls at a cutthroat music con- conservatory where his dreams of greatness are mentored by an instructor who will stop at nothing, absolutely nothing, to realize a student's potential. But uh, we'll we'll go more in depth that week. Um, if you haven't seen Whiplash, please go check it out. It's not even two hours. Um, it's Got killer reviews. It's amazing. One of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, go check it out.
0: Uh, poor Man's Synopsis. Uh, J. Jonas Jameson shaves his mustache and hair to become a music con- uh, uh, conductor and is always angry. They're always angry.
1: angry. <laughs> JC, are you re- were you rushing or dragging?
0: I don't. I don't know. I'm
1: going to throw something at your head. <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, <laughs> Cheer. thanks for listening both of you we really appreciate it um, both of you we'll, are you yeah.
0: assuming we only have two people listening start start small
1: i'll I'll start with both of you and then i'll do you all and then you know y'all and then eventually um you know staple stadium you know we'll see
0: hey ted my neighbor that just hearing me through this wall uh i appreciate you listening <laughs> see you see you next week. Um,
1: I'm sure there's a ghost or spirit around here somewhere but anyway uh if you've made it this far we really do appreciate it uh stick around for next week's episode and uh we'll see you then
0: yeah, see it
1: all right peace
0: podcast oh oh god <laughs>